Good morning, good morning. Couldn't find you guys this morning on Podbeam. No clue where I ended up. Well, this was great. I ended up on our podcast, Podbeam. Okay. Welcome, my friends, to Chapter 6, The Concept of Failure, the first mental technique for my Zoom friends. Who's failed before? Let's raise our hands. Who's failed before? Wait, let's raise our two hands. Wait, wait. Let's add our feet. Who's failed before? Let's add... <laughs> Okay, so welcome, my friends, to another powerful podcast. Today, we're going to dive into Chapter 6, The Concept of Failure, The Power of Self-Confidence by Brian Tracy. Like, the more I read, can you imagine, Marika, we covered this book in less than 10, 10 readings? I mean, and we've been going at it in the podcast for months now. And, you know, when you're reading self-development books, always make sure you're taking your time because there's, there's a process. There's reading it. There's assessing it. Then there is that step of what am I going to use out of this book? Uh, and this is what I love about the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamond. So it's the first time you're joining us. Basically, we're bringing my 41 years experience of multi-level marketing with my associates, Marie-Pierre, Melanie Miller. She has a doctorate degree. Marie-Pierre has a master. I always say astronaut, but, but um, um what is your what what is your degree? What what do you what did you actually study for? <laughs> I have a master in the molecular and cellular biology. Yeah, I don't know what that eats in winter, but anyways, <laughs> that that's I mean she's smart. Okay, all I'm going to tell you is she's smart, right? Something that takes me uh, two hours to do, she'll do in 20 seconds. But that's another story. We have Jean-Philippe Jacques, past teacher. We have Sylvain Lalonde, past teacher. We had. Um, uh, Sabrina, who now has her own podcast, she wrote her own book with her husband, past teacher. So <clears throat> it's, a, it's a great association of togetherness that we got together and we built this podcast to level up, to make sure we surround ourselves with the right people. Monique, in English, you heard my speech last night. So when you have a good vision, you're going to attract the right people. Now, did you notice how everybody last night had confused the goal for 2024 versus the vision? A vision is something we never, never, never hit. Okay. For those of you that have been working with me for a long, long time, and you know, we had the vision of selling 4 million, but we never achieved it because it became the vision of selling 8 million. Okay. And then we never achieved that vision because before we did 8 million, it was already switched to 20 million. So I, 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 all my passwords in the past were related to the vision. <laughs> oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Well, no, they all changed anyways. Uh, just to tell you, so a vision is something that we're going to strive for every single day and every single year to get closer and closer. But in reality, we're always getting up in the morning, getting on our ship, and we're moving towards where the horizon, where, where the sky meets the ocean that horizon so as you get closer the further it gets from you so that's what it's about you want to attract the right people so welcome to the podcast today it's going to completely revolutionize your outlook on failure but first let's share so i love marie pierre she now has a new technique she puts for you the copy paste with all the hashtags to take the podcast copy, paste, and share with, with what we wrote here for you. Are you ready to transform your setbacks into comebacks? What if you could turn every failure into a stepping stone towards success? 
Tune in to our latest podcast episode as we reveal the secrets of overcoming fear and learning from disappointments. And, and Marita, I love it. I love it. You've been added to order the book, blah, blah, blah. So I love it. So while you share, make sure you share even, even by messenger. And uh, yes, yes, yes. Marie-Pierre, I want you to talk about the contest and recognize our top participants. Yes. Okay. So let's start with our winner for the month of January. So our top five contribute the most on our Facebook group. So for example, in February, our top five will get the notebook, Eliminate Diama. And in January, our, our top five will get the mug, Eliminate Diama. We have Jacqueline Stockley. We have Danny Chartrand, Joanne Corbeil, Louise Gauthier, and Lisa Boucher. So congratulations to our top five and for everyone who contributed during the month on our facebook group so when you post when you put a reaction a comment at the end of the month of february we will have a draw for our t-shirt and for january it was the, the doo-doo the blanket congratulations to marjolaine godmer and then we have a draw for a t-shirt for everyone who invited someone new to the group and for everyone Everyone who's new on the group, we have in January, it was Valérie Ducharme. And the new draw that we'll have in the month of February is for everyone. When you order on our Shopify, Les Millionaires de Diamants, make sure to post on the group the <laughs> when you receive your item and why you order those uh, products on the Shopify. If you already uh, shop in the past and you have it go and post it and you will be in the draft for the t-shirt too don't you guys love it i love i love contests i love winning i love being recognized i said to one of my uh, leaders at tupperware brands that a couple of weeks ago i said how can you not recognize people we all work very hard for recognition there's even a a, a, a sentence that says people work harder for praises than they will for raises so once again thank you from the bottom of my heart to each and every one of you to our amazing zoom participants let me see those arms Whoa! Yes, yes, yes. Our engaged Podbean uh, followers. We've got Matthew there, Lee's making sure they're welcoming our people to our Facebook family. Yes. Thank you, Jacqueline Stockley, for taking care of that Facebook community. And thank you, everyone, from commenting, sharing, elevating our community to new incredible heights. And I know that your unwavering support will be the reason we will achieve number one podcast the most listened to in the world now that's a vision that is a vision uh we're gonna every day we do the podcast that is our goal we know it's gonna take ten thousand hours we know we're gonna get a we're at a thousand one hundred hours we know we still have a lot a lot a lot of things to learn but that's what we call vision so let's start with this profound truth, okay? So no success comes without failure. It is the foundation of every success. The foundation of every success is failure. So what does that mean? Well, it means more often than not, success is always preceded by not just any failure, but a great failure. <laughs> Think about it, okay? Think about it. A huge failure. 
So, and hang on, and it, a huge failure repeated over and over and over again. So for all you listeners out there that at the last couple of years have not turned out the way you want them to turn out, here's the good news. You're getting closer and closer to your success. And this is where people give up. They throw in the towel. Don't, 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 don't. You, it's always preceded, let me repeat, by great failure repeated over a long period of time. So why am I stressing this? Because the moment we understand that failure isn't the end, but a stepping stone, we will unleash our true potential. We cannot be afraid to fail. Instead of hiding our failures, we should be loud about them. We should learn from them. We should build from them. We should laugh. You, you know, these should be our, our, our stories. We around the table. Monique, you're a Tupperware director. This really should be your stories you share with Kendra and your team. Talk to them about your failures. Talk to them about, you know, where you thought you would be and where you ended up. Because the more we talk about our failures, the more real we become and the more people want to be with us, okay? There's nothing worse than having a leader that pretends that everything is perfect and she uh, masters it all and she's on top of the world and no, 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 no. Let's talk about doubling our rate of failures. I mean, I want you to walk away today saying, I'm going to double my rate of failures. Yes, you heard me right. Okay, we're going to double our failures. Who failed in TNT? Whoa! Okay, whatever. Okay, so great, great. Now, what are you going to do in the next three weeks? that you learned of what you didn't do during TNT, right? We just had a phenomenal recruiting. We've got some people that absolutely blew out, out of the water. And other people who you say, didn't they hear there was a TNT? Okay, but either is good because yesterday's successes are not going to be tomorrow's and you're going to see tomorrow's successes, those who had failed yesterday. Okay, because on the other side of failure lies success. Think of Thomas Edison who famously said, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways that doesn't work for the light bulb. Mm? Okay. And let's think about Babe Ruth, who while <laughs> hitting a home run, when he came back, he says, you know, it's because I also am the king of the most strikeouts. Most people don't know that he holds two records. For the most home runs, and listen to this, guys, for the most strikeouts. So fail fast, fail a lot, okay? Fail forward, okay? They didn't just fail, they fell forward. And now let me bring it home with my own personal story because you look at me today, I'm going into my 42nd year, and you say, oh my God, Maria, Maria, Maria. Remember this, my first two years in multi-level marketing business, were littered. And I love that word, littered. Can anybody see something that's littered? Okay. Huge, huge fails. One fail after another, door to door, sales, prospecting, hostess part, party host, whatever, conducting surveys. None of them gave me the success I hoped for. I mean, I, for God's sake, I couldn't even sell in my Tupperware parties. I remember when I'd sell $100, I was so, so excited, okay? Not a single party booked at any Tupperware party, and those that I did book were canceled. <laughs> but now, now I am number one Tupperware leader in the world. 
sounds great, eh? Unfortunately, they haven't seen the 40 some years behind me, okay? I hold also the record to the most failures. But here's the beautiful part. Every defeat for me was simply an opportunity to plan again. With each mistake I learned, with each mistake I conquered the fear of failure, with each mistake it brought me today where I boldly chase all my dreams. Because the true key to overcoming failure is clear goals. So last night at the English meeting, and I'll talk about it tonight at the French meeting, there's the vision. There's the vision. So for those that are on Zoom or on Facebook, you'll see behind me 280 million, thousand millionaires. That's the vision. From that vision come, come my clear goals of what I need to do this year. So when I ask you for your vision, it's that, what you see, like huge, like, you, you know, money, you, you, know, you know you can't fail, and now you're on top of your career and top of where, what does it look like? That's the vision. And then you bring it back to clear goals for the year, for right now. Detailed plans, detailed planning, and an unyielding commitment. For those that know me, you know I am uh, in my unwavering schedule and in my commitment. Like, uh, like I just bite into it. Like for me not to show up is because I am at bed rest. Otherwise, I am here, okay? So I write my goals down. I check them morning, noon, and night. This is why I believe in a conditioning program. I track everything, everything we do. I track the progress. I track when it's not working. I'm totally obsessed with the goal and the tracking. Ask Melissa last night when we came to opening the meeting and I realized we weren't tracking it enough all over the place. I, 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 in English, we say, I lose my shit. Okay. I'm totally, totally obsessed with tracking. And this is where my passion actually comes from. This is what makes me a powerhouse. This is what pushes me forward. It, it, so yes, there's the vision, but then there's that detailed planning and fabulously tracking everything. I write down, so write down your goals, talk about them, immerse yourself in the pursuit of them and transform that fear of failure into fuel that powers your journey, okay? And remember, the more you think about where you want to go, the more you talk about where you want to go, the more you write about where you want to go, your goals, the more real they become, the more real they become, the more you're willing to push through, the closer you'll get to making them a reality. So my friend, I challenge you, embrace failure, learn from it, let it guide you to where you want to be. And like I said to Jean-Philippe Sylvain this morning and Marie-Pierre in our master mastermind breakthrough break we had this morning i said why do people keep doing the same thing and thinking they're going to get a different result if you're trying to work on sales and what you've been doing for the last month is not working can you get your shit together and try something else for god's sake you know wake up smell the coffee it's not working it's never going to work try something else Einstein said it, the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing and you think you're going to get a different result. You're recruiting a certain way. It's not giving you the results you want. Change, change, unlearn, relearn, try something new and be totally obsessed with achieving that vision. 
and working in today's goals with today's plan, with today's tracking. And when something I'm doing used to work and now doesn't work because I track, I throw it out the window and we start all over again. So with no further ado, over to Marie-Pierre that she's going to help you take down some notes because she's <laughs> the one with the university degree, not me. Absolutely. And thank you, Kendra, for your comments on the Zoom. She writes, fail means first attempt in learning. That was the first time I have this definition and I really love it. So thank you for your comments. It's always fun to read your comments. So yes, we want to take some notes. So what we call it in the book, it says just double your rate of failure because success is just a numbers game so there's a few points that we want to understand so it's always the same rule that we call it the 80 percent the 80 20 percent rule so there's 20 percent that will make you understand 80 percent of the concept so i have five points for you that will mean that you understand that concept so number one is to reframe failure as learning each failure is not a step back, but a leap forward in terms of learning and experience. So by doubling your rate of failure, you're essentially accelerating your learning curve. So every attempt, whether it ends in success or failure, provides valuable insight that can refine your approach, improve your skills, and increase your resilience. So number one, you want to reframe in your head, in your mind, that failure is just learning. Number two, is to increase your opportunities for success. So the more attempts you make, the higher your chance of success. Just like when we talk in sales, where the number of calls made can correlate to the number of deals closed. In life and in your career, increasing your attempt, even those that result in failure, will expand your opportunities for success. Just like maybe for today, it's a no. But in a few days, in a few weeks, in a few months, or maybe in a few years, it can turn into a yes. So yes, it uh, expand your opportunities for success. So this numbers game emphasizes the importance of persistence and your continuous effort. Number three is to develop your resilience. By facing failure more frequently, you become more resilient. So that resilience will help you not and to not only withstand the challenge and setback that comes your way, but also to bounce back stronger. So over time, what once seemed like an unsummitable failure become a manageable obstacle. So as you learn to navigate them with greater ease and confidence, you will see that you develop resilience. So if you have some example, go and write in the comment a way that you really develop resilience in the last week or maybe the last month or maybe the last year the way you develop your resilience number four is to innovate and experiment experiment so by doubling your rate of failure you encourage a mindset of experimentation so when failure is seen as a part of the process rather than the end of the road, it fosters an environment where innovation can thrive. So this openness to taking calculated risk can lead to breakthrough and discoveries that would have not been possible in a more risk-averse setting. Just like in science, 
if you <laughs> you don't fail you will never find something new all the great <laughs> experiment the great discovery in life comes from a failure of something else so you want to develop that mindset of experimentation and number five is to break free from that paralysis by analysis so the fear of failure often leads to overthinking and inaction so by embracing the concept of doubling your rate of failure you encourage action over perfection action over perfection so this shift will help break the cycle of paralysis by analysis so allowing you to move forward and make progress even if it's imperfect so remember that a flaw action is often more valuable than a perfect inaction because it will lead to real outcome and learning opportunities so just with those five points you understand that concept to double your rate of failure to make sure that you succeed because success is just a numbers game so how many times do you fail today how many times will you fail tomorrow how many times did you fail yesterday so that means that you are in action so now to have a better idea of how you react to failure we have a quiz this morning so i have 10 questions for you to help you have a better idea of how do you see setback and how do you see failure how do you react when you are faced of uh, in failure so for each question, you can answer in the comment, in the chat. It's A, B, or C for each question. So easy. And at the end, I will give you the answer. So number one. Oh, first, there's no right or wrong answer. Again, there's no right or wrong answer. Is to have an idea for yourself where you are now. And of course, there's going to be some answer that are similar. And you will say, oh, I would answer A, B, and C. No, no, choose the one that you relate the most to and you will have the better result at the end. So let's start number one. So when you don't succeed at something important to you, what is your first thought? A, I'm just not good enough. B, what can I learn from this experience? And C, I'll try again in a different way. Number two, how do you feel when you think about attempting something that's going to be challenging? A, I feel anxious about the possibility of failing. B, I'm excited about what I might learn regardless of the outcome. Or C, I am determined knowing that persistence will always pays up. Question number three. After a failure, how long does it take you to take? How long does it take you to try again? <laughs> so A, I tend to take a long break before trying again. B, I will reflect on the experience and try again when I will have a new plan. Or C, I jump back in almost immediately with a renewed vigor. Number four. How do you view stories of successful people who have failed many times before succeeding? A, 
as a rare exception, not the norm. B, it's inspir inspirational and a source of motivation. Or C, prove that perseverance is key to success. Question number five. When faced with a setback, what is your typical response? A, I often blame external factor or bad luck. B, I analyze what went wrong and what I could do better next time. Or C, I quickly regroup and strategize my next move. Number six. How do you approach risk taking? A. I avoid risk that could lead to failure. B. I take calculated risk after waiting the potential for learning. Or C. I embrace risk as necessary step toward achieving my goals. Number seven. What is your attitude toward new and unfamiliar tasks? A. Hesitant due to fear of failing. B. Curious, seeing them as an opportunity to grow. Or C. Eager, as they are chances to prove my capabilities. Number eight. How do you feel about feedback, especially negative or constructive criticism? A. I find it hard to accept and often feel discouraged. B. I value it as a tool for learning and improvement. Or C. I actively seek it out as a means to quickly adjust my approach. Number nine. When you fail, who do you turn to for advice or support? A. I usually keep it to myself to avoid embarrassment. B. Trusted a mentor or peace who can provide con constructive feedback. Or C. A wide network believing in diverse perspective for a better solution. And number 10. How do you define success? A. Achieving my goal without facing any setbacks. B. Continuously learning and growing regardless of the outcome. Or C. Overcoming challenges through persistence and hard work. So now that you answer the 10 questions, you can count how many A's, how many B's, and how many C's did you get. So if you have mostly A, you might view failure more as a, a deterrent and then a tool for growth. So it's natural to feel disheartened and by setbacks, but try to see them as opportunities to learn and evolve. So embracing failure can be liberating and can open the doors for new possibilities. If you have mostly Bs, so you have a healthy perspective on failure, seeing it as an integral part of the learning process. So this mindset will allow you to use setbacks as stepping stone uh, towards your goal. And if you have mostly C's, your approach to failure is highly proactive. So you're not just resilient, but you actively seek out challenges and use setbacks at immediate opportunity to pivot and try new strategy. So, of course, your response that you have today will provide for you valuable insight into how you perceive and handle failure. So embracing 
failure as a natural part of your journey and towards success will transform the way that you approach challenges and setbacks. So if you find yourself struggling to cope with failure, consider seeking out stories of resilience and perseverance for inspiration. Surround yourself with supportive people who will encourage a growth mindset and don't be afraid to seek feedback and guidance. So keep pushing, keep learning, <laughs> and the most successful people are those who have failed and learned the most. So I really hope that you keep that in your mind for today. So thank you for uh, tuning in this morning with us. We wish you a beautiful day and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Bye, everyone.